0: Welcome, welcome,
1: welcome, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio here uh, uh, with our newfound voices uh, uh, echoing across the country. Thanks uh, to our friends at the REITs of uh, Across America. Uh, our broadcast is now uh, uh, heard uh, across the country, uh, uh, all on WATD and WMEX. Obviously, they, they, they've been streaming us for a while, but... Uh, reach across America and us have uh, formed a great uh, alliance, and uh, uh, this is our third week into it, and uh, boy, we sure are happy to be associated with them. Uh, uh, Justin is in tonight. Justin, thanks so much, brother. Yeah,
2: I've had a little hiatus here. I'm back uh, for a week and then gone next week down to Washington, D.C. for Veterans Day to be at the uh, Vietnam Wall, which is the 40th anniversary. But be here tonight, and be back uh, when I get back.
1: And you'll be uh, representing uh, Massachusetts? Yeah, we'll be posting colors.
2: Yeah, we'll be, our honor guard will be posting colors uh, at the wall uh, for the Mass- state of Massachusetts. And uh, we're very proud that uh, we were selected by VVA to represent Massachusetts. And we're expecting over 100,000 Vietnam vets being the 40th year. Uh, as we get older, a lot of us <laughs> may not be able to travel at the 50th. Yeah. But uh, this is going to be a, a great event, and I encourage any Vietnam veteran who has the opportunity to travel I know it's only next week, but uh, if you can come down to Washington on Friday, uh, ceremony starts at uh, 1 o'clock at the Wall, and it's going to be a great event and a great celebration. I wonder if
1: the Honor Flight is doing anything uh, for Veterans Day.
2: I don't know about Veterans Day, but one of my guys just came back last week. Uh, uh, Joe Marshall, actually, oh, yep. was uh, was selected to Guada Green, and uh, he went down for the day, and uh, they did a great job. So, yeah, because uh,
1: now the Vietnam vets yeah, are we're, becoming what the World War Two vets. Yeah, we're
2: we're the old guys. Well, yeah, <laughs> we're, yeah, we're the old guys. We're the uh, old guys. We're uh, us and the Korean veterans who are still out there. But uh, yeah, there are very few uh, World War Two vets uh, were able to even make that flight now. So. Uh, it's opened up to Korean and to Vietnam vets. And uh, it's, if you get the opportunity to go on the honor flight, uh, it's a yep. great experience. Joe Byron's
1: been on a couple Joe, of times. Yep. Yep, yep. And, and they do a great job. But uh, So tonight, as we're uh, talking about uh, a, a national program, uh, one of the unique things about Massachusetts is uh, the fact that we are the only state by law that has a VSO in every city and town in Massachusetts. Some of the smaller towns may share it with a couple of the town next next door, but uh, it, it, the VSO here, it, it, the situation is as close as the nearest town hall.
2: And who's the VSO? What's a, what's a VSO? Well, we have <laughs> uh, uh,
1: every town. Just but, walk into but, the closest Veterans Services
3: office.
2: Veteran Service
1: Officer. Yep. And and veteran they, Service
3: Officer, yes. Good acronym. Exactly. And,
1: so. and, and and in the past it's all been American Legion or the VFW. They were all veteran services officers and helped process the claims. But I want to introduce my 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 guest, uh, uh, Keith German from the town of Hingham. Has been a a great friend of mine for well, since before we you know before we started the show. And uh, Keith, uh, thanks a lot for coming in tonight and bringing your wife and uh, bringing your four legged friend.
3: Roger that. Hey, always always a pleasure to be down here in uh, in Marshville with you, Greg. Great to hear that your show has gone national. I remember, like you said, we were. We were kibitzing when we were doing things on napkins down at the uh, French pastry shop yep. down in Cohasset, oh. and now yeah. it's and now you're on a national syndicated radio, uh, and it's great because what you do to uh, get the word out to our nation's veterans uh, is is something that we can't even we can't even pay for. We thank you so much, and, and like you said, we're very fortunate in Mass that we have over 175 active veteran service officers throughout the 351 municipalities in this commonwealth. And I'm fresh off a training we just had up in Leominster, where we we have some great uh, information to share with you tonight, and hopefully we can get into some of that.
1: Sure thing. And you are a retired C-3PO? I (laughs) (laughs) am. It doesn't look like you don't look like C-3PO. I'm a
3: retired senior chief petty officer. A what? a CPO? Yeah. There's no three in there? (laughs) no. No. (laughs) So, Wolfie told me it was C three PO. No, no, he's uh, he, Wolfie. Wolfie must have been
1: fresh off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but he can't spell VSO. You spot him the D in the S, and he forgets where Correct. he's going. But
3: I'll tell you what, he's always got a van full of food for those who are in need. I'll tell you that. So he, always, uh, yeah. So I'm uh, retired. I just retired after 28 years of service to our nation uh, with the U S Navy Seabees and I attained the rank of E8 which is a senior chief petty officer
1: that, and just uh re- recently returned from a not a very pleasant tour of duty
3: yeah so it's kind of been popping up in the uh on the airwaves i've noticed as of late uh the last tour of duty i just came back from was uh, over in africa on the eastern side, uh, we were on the 11th parallel, and we had uh, duty all throughout uh, the continent, as far down as South Africa. And most of the tour of duty was up and around Somalia. Ooh, tough,
1: tough area.
3: Yeah, right now it's never it's never been worse, from what I've seen. Uh, that insurgency just just keeps to keep growing there, and that's a, a shame. Well, those, it seems to
1: feed off of poverty.
3: It does. That's the number one. That's the number one reason. Um, if you could get somebody to uh, to blow up a, uh, themselves in a car with something, and you tell them that their family going to get fifty dollars for the rest of the, uh, a week for the rest of their life, that's like a million dollars over there. So, imagine, imagine. Yeah, it's, a, it's incredible what poverty will will do, and I'm sure you you can attest to the same thing during yeah. your era. They they did the same thing.
1: Yep, and to, so. it, it, it was amazing. Well, thankfully you you got back. Uh, uh, safe we were keeping track of you uh you know with the justin and I were just talking over our dinner a while ago that uh back when Justin was around there was no communications yeah.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and now the face timing the you know instant communications and and uh you know it was a a different situation.
3: Oh, absolutely! I I was in for the uh, for the time when that changeover occurred. So I mm-hmm. remember getting letters from my wife. She'd number the back of the envelope. Number one, number two. You'd get number three. Would say, you know, hey, little Nick is doing fine. You know, his his arm's gonna heal up great. And I'm like, wait a minute! I never got letter five, six, or seven. And they said, oh yeah, we had a we had a, a truck go down. It was an explosion a couple of weeks ago. Your mail was probably on that one. You know, so. Yeah, not too good. Uh, so, so now, yeah, now we have uh, with satellites. I think we've seen with uh, what's going on with Ukraine right yeah. now with with uh, Elon Musk, and he allowed them to use his satellite and, and communicate. Him. So that satellite now is is a lifesaver. We could we we usually had email window. We called it a window. We had it about four hours a day when that thing passed overhead in Iraq. Yeah. and we could we could link on, and you know sometimes you had to stay up super late at night or four in the morning, but. You got to fire off a message, check your email real quick, and see what was going on. It was it was basically like within a 24-hour window, there was no more waiting 30 days for a letter.
1: Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Well, yeah. I months. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, did, did it help a little bit, Keith?
3: Yeah. It, it helped, but it, it, it's funny, though, with real-time situations, too, right? There's nothing you can do if the oil burner shuts off, mm. right? So oh. what do I do? You know, Whatever. so at least I was able oh. to say, hey, call this guy or call... But there's really, it kind of makes you want to go home more. So it, it's, a, it's a double-edged sword, you know. Sometimes what you don't know is it, it doesn't hurt you either. <laughs> yep. Yeah, imagine,
2: imagine. And when you wrote letters home, same thing. You're not going to tell them, you know, I'm in a bad situation. It's exactly. You know, so you, it, it's funny, I, I found some old letters that I had written home, these fi over 50 years ago. Wow. And it's strange when you read that letter, what was actually going on and what you wrote home to, and. Uh, You think about, you know, but again, today, it's instant. So we we talked about that earlier. I mean, I remember voting in 72 and not knowing who the president was for for weeks because you didn't get that information. Well, you were underwater. Well, we were underwater. (laughs) We had to put our whip up. (laughs) We had to put our whip up to see when when it was. But same thing. I mean, things would go sometimes several weeks or months before you actually had any information. Wow. So it's it's a
1: whole different world and we have some information that we need to pass on to yeah, our, our yeah. to our listeners so Larry why don't you take it away here uh, brother for the first uh, break and uh, we'll be back after these messages uh because we have a lot of questions to ask Keith, and uh, he's got a lot of uh, a lot of re- uh, underlinings on there on his on his on his note page. So uh, I hope all you folks are listening out there because this is going to be some real, real poignant, timely stuff. So take it away, Larry. Uh, we'll be back after these messages. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Broussard, your host of Veterans Voice Radio, here. Just talking about the changes uh, as we have some graybeards here uh, <laughs> uh, talking about before uh, before Facebook, before the internet, mm-hmm. uh, uh, snail mail, and and all the communications uh, how how poor they were, and uh, look at look at what it is today. And uh, from Justin's uh, submarines of fifty years ago, uh, uh, you know, four hundred feet long. Now they're six hundred and fifty feet with. Multiple Brazilian warheads yeah. on there, and uh, you, you know, and yeah. Keith, uh, yourself as a as a uh, um, as a CB, I'm yeah. sure you've got a whole different world of communications and just technology in that field.
3: Oh, absolutely! I mean, things change. Things just change every day, right? We know that, and we can see that just on just being in the civilian world. Which most of the stuff, if you think about it military had it first, and they give it to the civilians yep. later when they think they can handle it. But sure. uh, it changes every day. And uh, like you said, too, there's a lot of changes going on just now with uh, the Pact Act coming on board, with the SPEED Act in Massachusetts, with tons of other programs in the VA. I think the biggest—not a joke, but the biggest—I um, guess it is kind of a joke. It makes us laugh in the office when someone comes in and they say, yeah— a kid and I'm looking at them and they're a lot older than me and they said you know I served I'm wondering uh, what are my benefits and I kind of look at them and I say uh, how much time you got sir I go because the VA currently has over 1800 different benefits now as there is and they change every single day in fact VSOs in Massachusetts train quarterly like uh, region in their own region we do uh, annually Uh, with the state and we do a semi-annual with our own uh... massachusetts veteran service officer association so i said just to stay on top of those benefits so we can get them out to you and and like like i said at the beginning if it wasn't for this radio show and 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 people like greg who who are able to put that um, put that stuff on the air, then how would we ever hear about it, right? Well, you're not you're not gonna know. you're gonna find out way too late, and uh, you know some of the stuff is time sensitive
1: it it, it is. and now, uh, you know uh, specifically, Keith, I really want to talk about uh, a couple of a couple of uh, programs that are out there that there's some questions about uh, take as long as you want on either one, but, uh, would you want to start on the uh, with the Pact Act first? Would you want to start with what? What, what do you think we should begin Campbell's with? Camp Lejeune, maybe. Sure. Campbell's yeah.
0: yeah.
3: Let's let's hit that. Camp Lejeune. That yeah. seems to be the biggest thing. People are coming in, calling. They see the radios. They hear the radio. They see the commercials on TV. These are those late night, all twenty four hour day <laughs> infomercials that come on. Um, so what I learned, I can tell you what I learned. Okay. So what I learned is uh, being up at the mass. Uh, Department of Veterans Services training that we just had. What came? The biggest thing I think that stuck with me was that if you already have some sort of Camp Lejeune connection, no matter what service you were in, but typically Marines because that was their one of their main hubs, and you have a service-connected dis- disability from ten to a hundred percent. It's not the greatest of ideas to jump on the bandwagon for those commercials and sign up with any of those lawyers, you know, A&B Law Firm, or, you know, I, I, I hesitate to say any of the names because yeah. I don't want to disparage anybody. We've all seen the ads. So, They've been so you know, A&B Law. So what A&B Law is going to do for you is, first right off, you're gonna they're going to ask you for all your information. So you sign out. You sign a power of attorney with them. They're going to get your DD-214, they're going to get your Medrex. they're going to get your personnel file. they're going to file the SF-180 down at the uh, National Archives, they're going to gather all that first before they even put you on their Rolodex, okay? Once they see that you were there and you, and you served and, and you possibly could have some sort of a contamination down there from the water, they're going to ask you what's wrong with you, so now there's the second phase, right? These phases that they go into, which, by the way, again, time-sensitive, uh, on this TORT Act, it's only open for the next two years. You can only jump on to one of these law firms over the next two years to be locked in. Then they're going to hear those cases in the District of North Carolina. So that's important what I just said, because if your lawyer firm or your law firm is showing a commercial up here in Boston and you get a microscope out and you can see the very, very fine print and it's 2.30 in the morning where it says... Only licensed in Massachusetts yes they just took your your information and it's almost like the old mortgage scheme where they used to sell your mortgage to another company another company and another company right to selling your name they have to now take that information that they gathered if they have a viable case yeah and they have to turn that over to a lawyer down in the North Carolina district or someone who practices North Carolina law it has to be heard down there it can be heard by no one else some of these companies do have multiple agencies, yep. Texas, California. You have to be able to read that fine print, though. So, that aside. In, in, in about a half a nanosecond. In a second, right? <laughs> and that aside, they get 40%, 40, four zero, 40% yep. of the final cut, whatever the award is. Now, what the VA is saying is this is new to us. This is something that hasn't been done maybe once or twice in the, in, in the century. Where the, where the government has been actually sued like this in this type of tort case through a military, through the military. The judge advocate is hearing these cases as well. And they're saying that if you do finally end up, and we're not talking two or three years from now, we're talking about a decade from now. When this That's is how out. long this is yep. going to play out. They are expecting it to take at least a decade before a final case or settlement is, is, is uh, be able to be pursued, kind of like what we see now with the mesothelioma. Yeah. There was a huge amount of money put into a stockpile that did pay off people, and, and rightfully so. They were poisoned. Sure. And these people, these young men and women and families that were on that base, no doubt about it, were poisoned. Did they all get sick? We don't know. So now you got a lot of people that are going to just sign up because they saw the commercial. There's people that were really sick, so you're going to kind of bog down the system is why they're saying it's going to take 10 years to vet it all the way through. And any award you get will later be decremented from your VA compensation. Let me say that again. Any award that you get will later be decremented from your VA compensation. From your VA? So if you were a VA service-connected disability yeah you filed let's say perhaps you had 80 percent you had a kidney issue cancer in the kidney i'm just going off memory that's one of the presumptives and you've been collecting for the last 10 years let's say you let's keep this simple you may have gotten a hundred thousand dollars over the last 10 years for that va claim and then bang that lawyer get you a certain amount of money and you end up walking away with a hundred thousand, you may find yourself having to give that back to the VA.
2: And and I correct me if I'm wrong, not only the hundred thousand that you get but the forty thousand that the lawyer get is also going to be paid back by you, not the attorney, right? Correct. So, so now you're into it for hundred and forty for
3: you. Yeah, correct. So so
2: so, so you get a hundred. So
1: you government so says so you're technically getting the hundred and right the check for hundred and forty. Yeah. If you
3: have a VA claim, what we're being told, well, wow. certified Massachusetts veteran service officers are to stay away from these lawsuits. Right. You're already getting compensated. If it's your family, however, that's another story. Right. So, if you were down there, unfortunately, I heard a, a story that a, a Marine who was stationed there, his wife, uh, incurred a, uh, a an illness or uh, an injury from that poison, and it's been X amount of years later, him and his wife are talking about her getting on that case. Right, it has nothing to do with with him. Yeah. Right. Uh, God, thank God, there's nothing wrong with him. But that's an avenue. So right. so I guess the, that's the biggest takeaway I heard was if you already have a current VA claim and it has something to do with Camp Lejeune, right. you should stay away from those lawyers, not because they're bad, not because they're fraudulent. Hey, they're working for you. For no cost, they're going to get their cut at the end. Rightfully so, and that's, that's okay. That's that's the way the system works. But you don't want to end up paying back money that you didn't even get yet.
2: <laughs> well, and that and that's where you're upside down. And and, yeah. Yeah. and I think that's what people. And the, and the disclaimer says it won't affect your disability check. But they're not telling you that you're going to be paying back in all that REIAs. you are still going to get Correct. your $3,000 sure, if you're 100% you every month. You're yep. But then the VA is going to tell them, we just gave you $140,000. Yeah. you are already compensated. We want and, it back.
3: And by the way, the VA doesn't want to check from you. Uh, on rare occasions they do, but the VA really doesn't want to check you, with you. What they're going to do is stop your money somehow. Uh, they're connected to the Social Security office. <laughs> yep. They are, yes, they're connected to DFAS. They're connected to all of these other agencies, so... Listen, they're not going to wait for you to write them a check. They're going to get their money some way, one way or another. Right. So you know, if you want to take that risk, go for it. Um, but we, what we were being told, I think, Greg, the biggest takeaway is don't, uh, don't do it. Scary, yeah, yeah. S- because scary they, they for, don't for even. A- it,
1: a few thousand dollars there
3: isn't even all the information out there the VA as we know is not a proactive agency mm-hmm. they are a reactive agency okay. so now they're already in the rear window hearing this claims just like we are on TV and they're going scratching their heads going hmm well, what can we do this what are we gonna do here we're gonna right. we're, we're hemorrhaging money out I, I bet there's a way we can get it back so they're right. gonna they're gonna figure this out by the time that these cases actually come to fruition There'll be something on the books that you wish you hadn't gotten involved with. Oh, right? Wow! wow. Yeah. Boy. So all uh, all is not what it appears to be. No, not with that. Not if you're already seeking that and receiving some sort Technically, of
2: Technically if you're a civilian,
3: great. It idea works. If you're a, if you're
2: a veteran who's there and you have yeah. no disability, yeah. then you you're good to go. Sure. So, so Keith, would you advise all of the lucky citizens of
1: Massachusetts that have the availability of the VSO? Should they walk in or give their local VSO a call and say, hey, what do you think? This is my situation?
3: Yeah, because every situation is unique. There's no cookie-cutter for for any of these veterans. Again, another one of the laughing humor things when they walk in and go, I'm a veteran and I have to look through the book and say, when did you serve? Where were you? I mean, there's a chart. You know, uh, Clause 43 is a chart provided. So it isn't like everybody's a veteran. You have to figure it out. Each person is individual. So... Yeah, I would. I would. Uh, it can't hurt.
2: And I not think. only Massachusetts. Yeah. Remember, whatever other state they have to go, most of them go to the VA. And, and, and there I would,
1: are other VSOs out there, whether it's the American Legion. But, but when something
2: like this, that VSO in that state should be a certified. Sure. Yep. And and they need to be right up to date because again, you're talking about a lot of money that you could be owing or losing. So uh, all veterans should before they. As Keith said, before you jump and call that 1-800 number, you should talk to someone who actually would help you, which would be part of the VA. And the
1: VSOs really didn't have a strong uh, reputation five or ten years ago. But then all of a sudden, training started. Right. And more training started. And all of a sudden, you're talking to Phil Mahoney and uh, in right. Cohasset, or you're, you're you're talking to Paul Sordillo and Hull, or or Judge went and when, you're, that that you're seeing each other, but you're learning the real scoop.
3: Right, and we're all getting the same information at the same time, and we're able to locally share those ideas as well. But it's also for farther out, right? So now Orange Mass, way out in Western Mass, where I heard they just got internet. By the way, yeah, that's another yeah. story. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> but it runs on coal. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so so
3: that's a big joke in our in our organization. But uh, but not really, because there was a time when when they didn't get the same delivery of benefits. Now with the certification in pra- place under the Brave Act and the other acts uh, from the great, uh the Great Court. That we're able to provide training money every year that gets utilized and 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 it's great it can couldn't be better because we're all on the same page we're all lockstep at least here in mass yeah
2: and as older veterans I'll be honest when we went to the V to our local VSO veteran service officer they were they were old guys who were working out of a phone or mm. they were typing on a you know they weren't trained well they you know they did the best they could they had they had a manual that they were trying to look through and and I'll be honest some of them just was taking up a lot of space, yep. and I've noticed the change in the last ten years. The younger veterans, who are tech savvy, who are into the training—I mean, they are now the 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 engine that's been driving this. And thank God for our younger veterans because you know they're making it easier for themselves. They're making it more viable for veterans to file claims. And even some of the older veterans go to them now and looking for training.
1: So all of you listeners out there on the Reach Across America network, uh, I'm sorry that you don't have uh, the same benefits that you have here from Massachusetts, but uh, move on up. We've got (laughs) room for you. You know, we have a couple of openings, but uh, no, we're really uh, very fortunate here in Massachusetts to to have the network of services uh, uh, available uh, for the vets that... uh, sits on top of the VA benefits VA's across the country it's the same here in Massachusetts as California Texas wherever but what really sets us apart is the work that the VSOs do and what really sets us apart as well is our sponsors the need to come on <laughs> yep. because uh let why don't we uh let let them uh, uh let them let everybody know what we're talking about out here and uh when we come back, we're going to ask Keith a couple more questions about uh, what is a VSO in Massachusetts. Take it away, lad. We'll be back after these messages. Well, welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio here with uh, Keith German, uh, a uh, uh, stand up uh, uh, C3PO. He's, he doesn't want to admit it, but he was <laughs> oh C3PO. I don't care what you say.
3: <laughs> C-3PO.
1: It, 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 yes, see? You, yeah, Lisa knows. Sure, Li- knows. Li- Li- Lisa will back me up on it.
2: The Navy guys will look
3: really well. that's up. Right. Yeah. That's right.
1: But uh, here we are talking about uh, the, the yep. value of the VSO <laughs> and, and shedding all this information out to all these Massachusetts veterans. How lucky. Uh, uh, all the national veterans to have Keith here, because um, Keith, one of the big things that 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 we plan to talk about was the PACT Act. Yeah, so that's what an- the heck is the PACT Act?
3: Look, that's a new law, signed, sealed, and delivered in August of this, of this year, twenty twenty two. Basically, just I'll give you some highlights or the overview of it. It expands the eligibility for VA health care for vets with toxic exposure and veterans of Vietnam. Gulf War and post 9-11 errors. So they're going to add about 20 new presumptive conditions for burn pits and toxic exposure. There's more presumptives for exposure locations for Agent Orange and radiation. Uh, it also requires the VA to start implementing toxic exposure screenings to every veteran enrolled in the VA. And yes, I know a gentleman who already has been called to come in, and he's had this. So this is happening now, live. And there's three questions that they ask you. If you answer them in the affirmative, they send you to another room, and you're off and running because you're under the Pact Act. So really good. uh, There's tons of information out there on that, on the va.gov website. Um, But just some of the other things about the toxic... Keith, that, what are the three questions? Oh, I le- you've, you've, yeah, I can't remember them off the oh, top of my head. But, oh, but, you but, left me you off the, on the edge and, and, and 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 of my seat what, here. What ha- will happen is when you get to your primary care physician, they're going to be required to ask you those three questions before they even start there. It's part of the pre- you know they're taking your pre-screen. blood pressure. That, yeah, pre-screen, and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna know what's gonna happen after that. Okay. But the um, the toxic exposures. Look, they're going into air pollutants now from the burn pits, the oil well fires, sulfur fires, just the sand itself, and the dust contained particulate matter over in Southwest Asia. That they're finding. Hey, some of these guys are bringing home some rare rare stuff that they've never seen before. Uh, chemicals, right? Agent Orange we know about, but there was other herbicides over there. There was an Agent Blue. There was an Agent White. There was
1: a whole rainbow. There's a
3: whole, and all it had to do was with the color of the can. So these aren't different things. These are just what was in that can, you know? We talked a little bit about already Camp Lejeune and the water supply and the pesticides. They're also looking into um, you know, uh, Gulf War. Depleted uranium. Depleted uranium shells were shot, and I have pictures of, of myself and other guys standing on tanks blown up because we thought that'd be a great souvenir to take home. Who knows what was in that thing? I mean, we didn't wear personal Geiger counters, we didn't know what was going on. We just wanted a picture. Right? <laughs> so.
0: And our friends Larry McGinnis he came <laughs> home from that, his blood was boiling, and, and then cousin Peter Reza. Peter he passed away from it. Yeah, and they just you know it was kind of the thing when they said to him, "Well, you must not have been eating right." That's over right. It. You know, That's they right. You they didn't sleep enough.
3: They try to put whatever spin they can on it, but now they're going to really take a close look at it. Um, they're also letting you um, the the toxins, the presumptive conditions, right? So places that you served, they're going to allow people, like I said, to go back to August second, nineteen ninety. They're going to take a whole nother group from nine eleven. And if you served in certain areas, um, they're going to let you sign up. They're going to give you a year to allow you to sign up with the VA and get your proper VA health care. Because as you know right now, that's means-tested. Right. If you got a great job, you left Vietnam and you got a great job, and, and uh, yeah, you're going to be covered because you carry that campaign ribbon. They're not going to count that you make a million dollars because you work for IBM. However, comma, some other... Poor slouch who was over somewhere else that they hadn't counted yet in Thailand, right? Some base that they had there. Oh, you you weren't really over there. How much do you make? Yeah. Right. So hey, wait a minute. I wore the cloth of this country. No, uh, we go by how much you made. Right. So they're going to open that wide open now. They're going to take not only the disability claims. They're going to allow you to join the VA, which in my in my uh, humble opinion. I'm one VSO in, in, the, in, a, in a sea of 351 others here in Massachusetts, listen, best health care I've ever received, VA Boston, VISN 1, best health care I've ever received. So um, the days of, of the skepticism and, and hey, uh, you went in for an operation, uh, you had a you know a toenail fungus, next thing you know, you came out and they took off your left leg. That's, that's, that doesn't happen anymore. This is These are the best and brightest young men and women that the world, not our country, the world sends people here, because this is a teaching hospital area. The Brigham, General, Tufts, Mass all General. of these places, right? Yeah. Harvard, I've seen. Yeah. So these people are the best and brightest in their fields. And if we get to see those lab coats where we're sitting in the VA, and when they call your name and you go up, and, and it's some young charging doctor is seeing you with a Harvard coat on, hey, what more could you ask for? Yeah.
2: Now, I've always said, I, and I, Keith, I've just said it many times, that uh, I've been around this country speaking and I've always tell people you know we're blessed here in Massachusetts um, with the best hospitals uh, the benefits for veterans here the v- our VSO system that's here. Um, it's just too bad it can't be replicated in, uh, in other states and throughout the country. It's the, the, the hotspot you
1: know? of the planet. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like yeah. said, well, the well it could be replicated, but we pay a price. We, right. we pay a financial price, right. which we're willing to pay in Massachusetts. Absolutely. Uh, all the way back to uh, Deborah Sampson. That's right. You know, when Deborah Sampson put on the Tricked everybody and pretended she was a guy to get into the to the service and
3: uh, get in the front line.
1: Right in the front line yep. was wounded, came back, uh, uh, survived her wounds somehow, to, and to do to do such great things and lead the way for for now today's women. That Justin, you were talking earlier yeah. about a, a totally female submarine.
2: Crew. Yeah. crew yeah that's what's on the agenda for them next there are officers on there now female officers but for a regular crew they want to put a i guess that's in the mm. in, it's in the wow. pipeline that there'll be a full female crew well
1: look uh, helicopter how many helicopter pilots
2: yeah
1: uh Ingrid sure. centurion was sure. A, sure. a a lady that we met uh, with the greater boston veterans collaborative stellar, stellar uh, performer out there, so...
3: Uh, hey Greg, I'd be remiss if I, I got to read this exactly because I want to make sure everybody gets this information, so this is, a, this since you are coast to coast now, this is a national thing this isn't just a lot of stuff we do talk about it's just Massachusetts, but this is for you Veterans VA PAC Act stuff, everybody Post 9-11 veterans who did not previously enroll in the VA healthcare system will have a one year window to enroll if they served on active duty in a theater of combat operations during a period of war after the Persian Gulf or served in combat against any hostile force during a period of hostilities after November 11, 1998 and all those between September 11, 2001 and October 1, 2013. Get in there now. Also and not to be forgotten, Vietnam-era veterans who served in the following locations are eligible for care. Thailand at any U.S. or Royal Thai base between January 62 and June of 76. Laos between December 65 to 69. Certain provinces in Cambodia, 69. Guam, American Samoa, between 62 and 80 and it goes on and on that list but those were the highlighted ones those are the ones i highlighted because uh and those dates were strung out like that because you had said before and you might want to re- mention this just because they weren't fighting anymore those planes were loaded right with that material yeah and they were flying into american samoa they were flying into these bases overseas in Guam.
2: We actually had some uh, National Guard guys down in Texas, and they came down with Agent Orange You know, 30, 40 years later, and they put a claim in. They said, well, you were never near Vietnam. And one of the guys just happened to, on his weekends, when he was down there washing the plane, they were, like, squirting each other. They had the tail numbers of these planes, and they traced them back to being some of the planes that were spraying the Agent Orange. The gift that
1: keeps on giving. Right on. Uh, you know when we're seeing a lot of it we're we're heavily involved in the parkinson's uh uh situation now and uh, uh both the burn pits and the uh, and the agent orange are directly uh directly related um, and uh it's a it's a terrible situation that uh didn't know what they were getting in for at the time and uh fortunately keith uh things are they're trying to make up for it. I think
3: they are. Like we were, uh, during the commercial break, we were kind of uh, rubbing elbows laughing a little bit, right? The VA is really a, a proactive, I mean a, oh. a reactive organization, not a proactive organization. Right. So, yeah, I think they're trying to make amends. I think one of the things that, that is a, uh, a myth out there, right? Oh, well, I, I'm in the burn pit registry, or I'm in the Agent Orange registry, or I'm in the Camp Lejeune water registry. Listen, those registries are great, Being part of a registry will add in verifying your condition should you want to file a claim. It does not automatically put you in for a claim. And oh, by the way, it doesn't qualify you for service connection at all. So what you gotta do is go go one step further, go for the free, again, free, and nothing's ever free, but this is free, the free exam, because you're right, they want you to come in so they can say, hey, listen, we made a mistake back then. We should have checked you all on the way out or we should have known, right? Well now's that opportunity. If they're gonna open the window, get in there and take advantage of it. Now
1: this Absolutely. is national, Keith, right? right. This is the Correct. VA. Right. Every Act. everybody in this country, every veteran that served according to the where you were, when you were. Uh, and if you have any questions, Keith where, where could they go? I'm, I mean, where is somebody not from Massachusetts going to go?
3: So I'm going to use the Massachusetts, but you pick a state. So you put the other 49 states in there and you pick the other two uh, territories. You want to contact the VA environmental health coordinator in your area. Very easy to find on VA.gov. You tap the, the cursor onto the state you're on. And it brings it right up. I mean, literally. And uh, here in Boston, they have three, three folks. Uh, William Bell. They have in Bedford Natalia Tarova, and in Weston, Mass, where they just got the internet. Yeah. Brenda Wolf. <laughs> so I mean, you go on va.gov. Oh yeah. You go on va.gov, <laughs> and you you get to that environmental health coordinator, you don't just say the registry. You say, I want the exam. Because if there is something underlying that you don't even know about, they're going to produce a document that then says, hey, we have a duty to assist you. We found that you have this. And I'm going to my my uh, sheet, my cheese sheet here. You have pancreatic cancer. Okay, well, that's one of the presumptives. That's one of the new presumptive and conditions. And how many presumptives are there? There's 20 new presumptive conditions. Huge. Huge. Between Vietnam and the current wars in Iraq and Afghanistan and other areas like i mentioned of hostility that had these things you should try to get in there Now and being get that presumptive exam.
1: that means that if the veteran has one of those diseases they should be covered under the pact act
3: Correct you they're going to correlate that with your medical they're going to correlate that with your DD214 they're going to show where you were in service hopefully on that document or if you have another document that can, you could prove that, like, like that, like I just said, that obscure place in Cambodia that yep. you were, okay, yep. you had yep. a piece of paper from there because you took out a book from the library at the at the base library or something, right? You got something to say I was there, and then you have that presumptive. And again, that list is twenty. Help we're about not going photog- to read that photographs? photographs are very
1: helpful of a plane maybe yeah. with the with the numbers that we, we uh, we they can trace to, back we talked we talked
3: about the ionization right so we talked about some of the nuclear stuff there was a nuclear reactor under the ice in Greenland that nobody knows about that the navy built and a guy came into my office with a picture hey <laughs> i took the fuel rods out of here here i yeah. am ho- <laughs> here i am holding the box right, right? <laughs> not a lead crate a wooden box right like so
0: you could use him to change the cell phone, right?
3: Yeah. So, so he had those, and that was very helpful, yeah. But the, the these new things with all these hazards under this act, which is extensive, extensive, this act, it it pretty much hits them all, and it's good. And I think you were saying your your organization f- yep. has fought how long? Over 20, Twenty years, years yeah. right? Yeah. So this isn't something new. This is something that we knew about. And it took two decades to come to fruition and say, enough. Right. Let's just get them all in before, and my, my lovely wife who's here with us says, before my generation, this becomes our age in orange, these sure. burn pits. Yeah. So if we can get ahead of it now, it won't turn into that, I'll call it what it is, a disaster. Absolutely. It's a disaster of, yeah. of, of, of national proportion right yeah. now with Vietnam veterans that are dying at an alarming rate And it takes so long to get that claim in through the through the uh, uprights that a lot of them unfortunately pass away before we can even get the claims fully adjudicated.
1: Well, with that pleasant bit of news, let's uh, let's uh, have Larry take us away for a final break here, and we've. uh, Postponed, uh, uh, a salute that we have, uh, to a, ve- to a veteran while they're still alive before it's too late. Uh, we go backwards, Keith. We, we, we go with the old ones first. We don't hit the young ones first. But, uh, Larry, take it away and we we'll back after these messages and we'll have, uh, the Wolfman with his, uh, Vetti of the night. Uh, take it away, Larry. We'll be right back. Welcome back everybody, Greg Brasso uh, Unfortunately uh, this is the final uh, The fourth quarter of this uh, Of this action packed uh, Such such great information But uh, uh, Wolfie would be remiss If we uh, uh, didn't introduce you tonight And uh, uh, bring uh, some attention To one of our veterans That's still very much alive out there
0: So, it's not a Tony, it's not an Emmy, it's the hey. Vetty. And today's Vetti goes to Doc Buzz, whose name is uh, Warren Smith. I think I like Doc Buzz better. Me too. But um, he's a character, so th- we have to honor him because he actually did a lot of good things. But I told him this is going to be more a roast than it is honoring, okay? <laughs> so here's, here's his background. He was a Navy corpsman but he worked with the Marines. Of course. Okay, we're just warming up now. (laughs) We're just getting started. Then he shifted to the Air Force, (laughs) but he was an Army evac hospital in Istanbul. This keeps going. I'm not making this up, okay? The next thing is he's in the VFW, I think, in Halifax. I think he's in the DAV in Rockland, (laughs) and we know him from the American Legion in Weymouth. (laughs) We're following a trend here, all right, Buzz? And then he's the lead... um, volunteer guy from the Case and Young right across from the Constitution so that's why he's taking a beating because he does such good stuff so he's absolutely terrific so he has us in there cleaning the place up and making it look nice and tours from everybody and it's in the irony of what Greg does from from the Veteran Voice Radio The, the, the standard joke is we don't know anything but we know everybody so we brought all the Vietnam vets on the Constitution oh that's right yep okay so one foot away and one foot from the museum is the Case and Young yep and nobody just go ahead, and nobody realized that that's not Navy property, it's park property. So I said, Buzz, I don't know, that's not like, yeah, I knew that, right? So I said, Buzz, you know, you got to come on the committee. And the first thing he says, did you get clearance from the park service? No, he says, well, the event's over. <laughs> so he got it all cleared for that. So he's been terrific. So here's what I figured out for Buzz. He's like Santa Claus. He's been down every single chimney there is. (laughs) So it's going to be Dr. Buzz Santa Claus. But he has a great line and a great smile that makes everyone feel good. He, um... And they say to him, did you serve on the Case and Young, which is World War II and World War. <laughs> and he looks at him and he says, I just look that old. I'm not really. And he gives him that big smile and that heats everybody up and lights them up. So here at Veteran Voice Radio, we just want to salute Doc Buzz. <laughs> Way hey, to go, hey, Doc. Hey, Thank you, you very much for your oh, service.
1: <laughs> so we got a couple other events that we got coming up here over the next yeah. couple of days. Uh, next Thursday of our 100th drive drive-through here, uh, 130 Enterprise Drive. Stop by about eleven thirty, we'll fill up your car. Uh, we have a great bunch of volunteers. No questions asked. Fill up your car and and you're you're off and going. Tomorrow we have the Hull Veterans Coffee down at the Hull Lifesaving Museum yep. down in uh,
0: 1117 Antaska Ave. Way down,
1: way 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 down, uh, yep. almost at the at the at the hill of the cemetery there. Yep. And uh, we already mentioned next week's food drive through. Uh, uh, and and Thanksgiving, we have a number. Uh, Wolfie, your yeah, just, number is.
0: Yeah, just call me. Is it there? Yeah.
1: 781 771 6416. Last year, we fed about eight or 900 vets. 900, yeah. Uh, yep. We'll feed you. Give us a call. We'll we'll take your order and we'll get it delivered to you that yep. day. Yeah. Um, folks, that brings us to a close for tonight's uh, 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 show. You see how important you all are to us. Keith comes in, brings his wife, comes in and and talks about all of his knowledge to benefit all you veterans out there. Please, we are very important to us. You need a number to call. You need somebody to talk to. Call 988 at the prompt, press 1. You'll find someone there that wants to talk to you, that's been there, and that is going to listen. Once again, folks, that number is 988 at the prompt, press 1, and uh, you're going to find out how important you are. Next week, our our show will talk about Veterans, the VASH program, VA-supported housing extremely important now at this time of Thanksgiving and just before Veterans Day so Larry thank you very much for for all your great work Gino buddy thank you uh, Lisa Keith thanks for coming in uh, Justin you we'll be at the wall in. next
2: week all you Vietnam veterans out there have a great holiday and uh, be safe and talk to another veteran please
1: thank you everybody have a great week we'll be here next week Take care I
0: just